you um, have been here the last month and, or two months or so, we've been in a series called Themes in Galatians, talking about different things Paul wrote to the church in the, um, the churches in Galatia in the book of Galatians. Today's our last day on that. And we've talked about how the gospel is free. We've talked about how the spirit was purchased by Jesus' blood on the cross. So it's the spirit that comes in us when we get saved, transforms us, and then calls us to walk by the spirit. And one of the things you do when you walk by the spirit is you walk in love. And we're going to talk about community day, walking in love, being connected to each other. But one of the things I've discovered really helps me with the Bible is knowing the story. How many of you kids like stories? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, older kids too, yeah. You like stories. And one of the, even the letters of Paul are meant to be understood within a story. So one of the things I like to do is paint a picture of the story going on. Um, if you don't know, Paul wrote these letters because he was answering a problem, generally, ha- that was happening in these churches, and so that problem was connected to a larger story, history. So I'm going to need, I wish I could have a larger group today, but I only need about two or three, and I already asked Wyatt and Weston if they would be willing to come up. So would you guys like to still come up? Thank you. And then I need two more who are willing, all right, Lexi and Jace. I had a feeling you guys were going to be down. All right. So, by the way, if you are listening to this recording later, and then you guys can come on up too. Yes, let's make it happen. Helfrich represent. Um, <laughs> so, give a hand to our volunteers right here. Uh, woo! Oh, hey, Damaris. Um, so, uh, yeah, Tim, I'm going to... No, I'm not participating. No, you're not <laughs> No, but thank you for what you're doing, because I actually will need all this space. They're going to be running. (laughs) Uh, Yes, you're definitely not participating. So I want to paint a little bit of a picture. Um, One of the things that we realized from the world that Paul wrote in is that, oh, I need to get my notes, because I I could probably go off the top of my head, but (laughs) we never know what happens with that. So um, here we go. So competition was a big thing in the ancient world. And when I say competition, I'm talking about um, the fact that uh, how you moved up in society, or if you could move up, was a major competition. And what I was trying to say and forgot to say earlier was that if you're listening to this recording online, I'm going to try to uh, describe things. And if you're trying to watch, we'll try to get as much as we can on camera. But um, there is an experience being here on Family Sunday. So having said that, competition was a big thing. And so today, we're going to illustrate a race. And this is going to be kind of a warm-up race. You guys like racing? Yeah? Maybe some of you? Anybody not like racing? <laughs> Anybody not want to answer? Okay. So, um, so uh, not knowing how many I was going to have. All right. Well, I'm going to have you guys come on over here. And you're going to line up. And even though we're racing, try not to s- trample anybody. So everybody line up facing this direction. We're going to try this a couple times. All right, you ready? Okay, he's in position. So the assume, <laughs> assume the position. All right, and all I'm going to have you guys do, ooh, okay, let's do this. You have a little bit more leader room. Is you're just going to, quickest past my arm, Okay. So I'm going to stay on your mark and say, go, but don't go until, <laughs> that was what you're, sp- all right, just, 
Okay, hold on. All right, on your mark, get set, go. All right, good job. All right, let's try it one more time. All right, here we go. All right. On your mark, get set, go. All right, good job. Everyone give them a hand. All right, so this is illustrating in the ancient world, um, not everyone had the means to move up in society. Actually, it was like the 2% at the top who really could. But everybody was conscious of a competition that went on in society. It was called the competition for honor. Honor was a bigger deal in the world that the New Testament was in than money. It was a bigger deal than um, like anything you would want. Everybody wanted honor. And there's even like um, themes where, or there's memorials where people would write down all the amazing things they did to be remembered by. Because they were trying to elevate their honor in society. And it was this kind of dog-eat-dog world. It was a race. And so there were prizes. So because you guys are volunteering today, honor was the prize in the ancient world. You guys get some prizes from this treasure box. You can't get into them just yet. Rachel recommended that we're, I'm gonna, we'll get this to you after the service. So you're going to get something. Don't worry. But there's prizes. So you, just like in the ancient world, they raced for a prize, which was honor. You're racing for some cool stuff. And not sugar today, parents. We're smart. We're, but um, one of the things that we discover when you read about the ancient world was life was not fair. Kind of like now. I hate to break it to you if you didn't know that, but life wasn't fair. So we're going to try this again. But some of you, um, we're going to actually throw some backpacks on you. So... These backpacks are way too big for all y'all, but yeah, if you could just take a backpack, maybe put it on yourself or your friend, don't force it on them if they don't want it. Um, I'm talking mostly to siblings, here we go. Um, You got it, Damaris, good job. All right, so we got some, we've, okay, this is going to be interactive today, and we got another backpack, oh, okay. This is, you want to whack right here. Now, some of you are going to get stuff put in your backpacks. Because, again, in the ancient world, life wasn't fair. So some of you are going to actually get weighed down by some things. So, sorry, bro, if your backpack's open. So I'm just going to throw that in there. So there's some cornhole bean bags. You got, come on, Lexi, come on. I know, I know. You're bigger, so we're going to actually weigh you down a little bit more. Sorry about that. So this is just the reality of, again, depending where you are in the ancient world, you had some advantages, and I can't even zip this up. Yeah, you had some advantages and you had some disadvantages. Damaris will give you a a bean bag. Um, Yeah, here we go. Maybe some of you just maybe hold the bean bag. And so some of, would you like to, (laughs) would you like, would you guys like to hold the bean bag? No? Sometimes you had choices, other times you didn't. And life wasn't always fair. So you're going to run the race, but you're going to be weighed down. One person is actually going to have to drag this thing, which has a weighted blanket in it. And um, why, why, don't you, why don't you go ahead and do it? No, you've got to keep everything on, though. Because, again, life was really not fair for a whole lot of people. Um, so you're going to have to drag that. Yeah, here we go. So now we're going to line up. 
and we're going to race again. But this is, again, picturing that life had some difficulties, and you had to run. <clears throat> what? Well, don't do, then walk. Then you don't have to, you don't have to run, then you can, you can just walk. Um, <clears throat> so, on your mark, get set, go. Oh, all right. So life, again, wasn't fair, wasn't easy, and sometimes you're stuck like Wyatt with a whole bunch of stuff you're carrying around. So in the ancient world, there was no compassion, hardly at all. Like if you were stuck with something, or you were born into slavery, or you were of a different ethnic society, nobody cared. They didn't. Nobody cared. And all of a sudden, this Jewish rabbi comes along and says, hey, if you're weak, we got to take care of you. we got to elevate you. And Paul's writing to a church that is growing up in this Greco-Roman society where things are dog-eat-dog, where people are envious and they're conceited of each other. And and Jesus is actually coming along and saying, hey, we're actually going to care if somebody's carrying a backpack that's weighing them down, they're dragging a duffel bag when they don't need to drive a good duffel bag. And for that, he writes this portion of Galatians, which is Galatians 5.25 through uh, verse 10 of the sixth chapter. Now, I'm going to ask an adult could I have an adult come up here, or a teenager, young adult, teenager, and read a passage for me? Because, again, we're going to be interactive today. Joseph, you got this? Joseph, by the way, was one of the guys who came to youth camp and endured, not sleepless nights, but, yeah, got a little, you got a little something there, bro. All right. Um, so, Joseph, if you could read, this is the message version. And the reason I'm reading out of the message today is, um, first of all, I should say that it is technically not a Bible. It's a paraphrase, which means that Eugene Peterson, who wrote this, took the Bible and put it in his own words. So if you ever study, you shouldn't just study from a paraphrase. But one of the things a paraphrase can do is it can kind of help you get the emotion and the feeling and sometimes just makes really simple the point. And I like how Eugene Peterson says this passage. I encourage you to take your Bible or your Bible app and and maybe follow along now or read this later. But um, Joseph, you could just read through this. And we're going to see how Paul responds to this competition that isn't very fair. Oh, wait, we need... Bruce, can we get... One, two, three. Thank you. That's... Much dude, you're awesome. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the Spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our lives. That means we will not compare ourselves with each other as if one of us were better than another, or better and another worse. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives. Each of us is an original. Live creatively, friends. If someone falls into sin, forgivingly restore him, saving your critical comments for yourself. You might be needing forgiveness before the day's out. Stoop down and reach out to those who are oppressed. Share their burdens and so complete Christ's law. If you think you are too good for that, you are badly deceived. Make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you have been given, and then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself to others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. Be very sure now, you who have been trained to a self-sufficient maturity, 
that you enter into a generous common life with those who have, who have trained you, sharing all the good things that you have and experience. Don't be misled. No one makes a fool of God. What a person plants, he will harvest. The person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God, harvests a crop of weeds, and he'll have to show for his life is all he'll have to show for his life is weeds. But the one who plants in response to God, letting God's spirit do the growth work in him, harvests a crop of real life, eternal life. So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. Right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all, starting with the people close to, closest to us in the community of faith. Awesome. Thank you, Joseph. Can you give him a hand? All right. So one of the things I want you to see is that we're called to help each other. So in the Greco-Roman society, you would help people who you liked, but you helped them so your honor would elevate. It was all about you getting ahead. Jesus comes along and says, hey, I'm taking up a cross. I'm literally dying. You're going to do this with me. So he tells the disciples, take up your cross daily. And one of those crosses was that you would actually care for the weak and the poor. There's a famous historian out of England who's not a Christian, but he said, I'm so thankful that Christianity came along because as he studied ancient history, he said, the only reason we have human rights that we have nowadays is because Jesus came along. Because nobody was saying what Jesus said. You did not care for the poor. Might made right. That was the rule of the ancient world. The Romans were mighty and they were strong and they just, they, they took control. So what we have here, so we're going to line up again. But this time, we're going to do something a little different. And I know you guys are going to really like this part. But um, we're going to hold hands as much as we can with the person next to us. And we're going to all get there together. And um, Ben, could you help Wyatt with the duffel bag? So the duffel bag still has to get through, but, um, but it, I'm going to have you give him a hand. You see, Paul's whole point is that they could, that when, we, when one person wins, everybody wins. And when everybody wins, we all win. So it's a win-win. It's not to say we don't carry different things. But um, if you could go to that slide, I think it's 6, 1 through 3. I think it's the second verse slide, Bob, um, it, starting from the top. Yeah. So Eugene Peterson translates or paraphrases this, share their burdens. And in the English Standard Version, Paul wrote, bear one another's burdens. And so just like they're sharing this duffel bag, we're called to help each other. And really, it's in the context of some of us are weaker to sin than others, like, and we all have sin. We all have weakness, but we're called to get there together. So, guys, we're going to all get to the finish line together. We're, and we're not going to run this time. We're just going to get there. To, I know, I know. But think about it. If we all run, especially, Lexi, if you're the tallest, you're going to just start dragging kids. And as funny as that would be, um, the point, Paul's point here is love thinks about other people. So, all right, come on, guys. Let's get, all right, go. We're all going to, so there you go. We all get there together. Now, yeah, give him a hand. We all get there together. And we realize that even though Paul is recognizing that the culture around them is this competition and might makes right, the church comes along and says, but not here. You see, the might of Jesus said, I'm going to get low and lift people up. 
And so we help each other with our burdens. We share their burdens. But um, if you could go one more slide over, Bob. Um, There's a phrase Eugene Peterson says here. He says, each of you must take responsibility. So in the English Standard Version, verse 5 says this, for each will have to bear his own load. So there's times we help each other pull their burdens, but it's also not loving to just take all your stuff and put it on somebody else. We're supposed to have a part to play. We can't just, like, we're we're all, yeah, exactly, Lexi. Like, if you just threw everything on your brother, like, that's not loving. Loving is you doing your part. Thank you for illustrating that so well. So, yeah, see, now he's getting weighed down. Way to go, way to go. Not to take him down, but, like, but love means I do my part, but there's some stuff we're just not meant to pull along by ourselves. And there's practical implications for this. So, like, you don't want this anymore. Okay, I can hold it. See, I can do be loving and hold some of what you're carrying. And obviously, there's practical implications. Like, we help each other, but we still have a role to play. No, Paul actually writes in another letter that if, uh, you know, you don't work, you don't eat. Like, there's, there is a... a a laziness in the ancient world that Paul was also trying to fight against. And you both, on one hand, taking care of each other, but we all have our individual responsibilities, which was something that Paul was trying to teach them. All right, we are coming near to the end of this. So now I want you guys to do something for me. You're going to walk around the aisle two times. Can you do that? All right, guys, just follow Jace. You're going to walk around the aisle two times. And what... I'm showing is they're not going to get the prizes I offered them unless they complete this last little leg. They've got to walk around this thing twice. And Paul actually says something along these lines. If you go one more slide over, I think, whoop, don't fall, please don't fall. Um, Someone might need to help Ben. Um, One more, one more slide, Bob. Thanks. Yeah, I told you one. I meant two. Um, Yeah, there we go. Um, uh, I want to make sure this is where I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. The la- one more. <laughs> By the way, can we give Bob a hand? Bob's amazing. Um, <clears throat> you don't know how much work, especially the sound guys and the media guys do on certain Sundays. And um, Bruce and Bob have done an amazing job today. Uh, but one of the things Paul writes to them here is he catch this part where Eugene Peterson writes it this way. So let's not allow ourselves to be fatigued doing good. And Paul in some other letters talks about a race, but we got to run it to the end. There's perseverance that's required. And he alludes it earlier in the passage to it's like planting something. You can plant weeds and you're going to get weeds. But if you plant fruit-bearing plants that have good fruit, you're going to get good fruit. So there's something about loving people that can be tiring. Are any of you guys tired? A little bit, yeah, depending on how much stuff you're carrying. Yeah, some of you, some of you not carrying anything, you could run around five times. I can tell. You got that look. Um, and some of us, we can just keep doing laughs. And other of us, like, it's, it's wearying. We've been loving people for a long time. And we're like, does this... Is this going to bear any fruit? And God wants to tell you guys. So in the, um, God wants to tell you guys that there is a prize. So in the English Standard Version, he says um, in verse 8, For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. 
But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. What's eternal life? Eternal life is the experiencing of the realities of heaven, but it's experiencing it starting now. You can start experiencing the reality of heaven now, but you've got to persevere. It's not to say that you're going to heaven exactly right now if you give your life to Jesus, but it is saying that reality of a God, that a God-led life can be experienced now, but some of us have to persevere. Some of us have to love, and I'm telling you, don't, don't be fatigued doing good. At the right time, you will harvest a good crop if we do not give up or quit. Right now, therefore, every time we get a chance, let us work for the benefit of all. Because it's so easy, right? Man, I don't know if this is doing anything. And Paul's saying, if you walk by the Spirit, you're always going to reap something good. But sometimes there's perseverance needed. All right, can we give these guys a hand? Yeah. Woo! All right. All y'all that helped, you can just drop, drop your, your burden, lay, lay your burdens down. Um, and, yeah, there you <laughs> Sounds like a song, I know. I don't know. Um, and we're, we're going to hook you guys up with a prize afterwards, but I want you to look for Rachel after the service, and she'll help. Um, so if you don't know, this is my lovely wife, Rachel. She gets the box of prizes, and after we're done, so you can go sit with your parents now, but after we're done, look for her, and she'll hook you up with a prize. So again, let's give them a hand. And this is how we are wrapping up this series today. It's not a very long message, but I hope you get the point that it's easy in this life to think, what's the point? Like, is anything going to come of it? And again, Paul is saying, there's a good crop coming. I don't have a great green thumb. When I've ever gotten things like tomatoes or blueberries, it happened by accident. But I will tell you that the accident was still a result of something over time. So let's not give up. Amen? Amen. So I want to pray with you guys now. Um, and then this portion of the service is done. For anyone who's feeling squirrely, you, you can get that energy out in just a second. Um, and we have snacks in the back. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. So let's pray. And I want to pray a blessing over you guys as we remember to love each other and carry each other's burdens. So, Father, I pray for each and every single person in the room today that they would experience your love and your grace. Lord, help us remember to be there for each other. Help us also remember to carry what we have. But, God, is that, that I feel like this church, we do well, and we do the love part well, but it's sometimes easy to think, well, I'll just take care of this by myself. Lord, help us never be okay going alone when you don't want us to go alone. Help us call when we need prayer. Help us confess our sins one to another. Help us receive forgiveness when we need forgiveness, not just from you, Lord, but from others. And I do want to make an opportunity this morning. if, If you do not know Jesus, and I haven't really talked about it too much, but I'm here to tell you, just like Tim was talking about, if you give your life to him, it's just better. It doesn't mean you're not going to have problems. Paul suffered greatly as a Christian, but I'd rather suffer with Jesus than without him. And he, he does, he takes all things and he works them for good. So um, if, any, if there's any, I just want to give a moment. If anybody wants to give their life to Jesus some more, you can just raise your hand. I'd love to pray with you. Is there anybody in the room who would say, Kurt, I want to give my life to Jesus?
And maybe you're watching this later, maybe you're watching it now, maybe you're listening. Or maybe you, this is something you're going to do later and for whatever reason you don't feel comfortable about now. But you can just tell the Lord, this is something you mean that, God, I give my life to you. I make you in charge. Just like these burdens were laid down, I lay my burdens at your feet. I lay my sins. I lay my brokenness. And I receive your spirit. I receive your wholeness. I receive your love. I receive a place in your family.